Do you enjoy this podcast? <laughs> Me too. And I bet you'd like this show to keep going. Same. Guess what? You can help that happen while also getting great rewards. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash memoriam. That's M-E-M-O-R-I-A-M, Memoriam. And you can donate money to help us keep these shows on the air. You can give us a one-time donation as small as $3, or you can become a Memoriam member and earn great rewards. What rewards, you ask? Well, um, besides the fact that you'd be helping us, which is a great reward in and of itself, you'd also have access to our full back catalog of all of our podcasts. You'd get preferential seating at any live events that you are attending. That's great. You'd be guaranteed to meet the cast at live events. Plus, you'll get members-only emails that contain lots of behind-the-scenes information about all things Memoriam, including stuff about this show you're listening to right now. So how about you go to buymeacoffee.com slash memoriam and help a podcast out. Hey, True Believers, this is Dr. David Hickney. Uh, kind of a different episode. Um, as you probably know, there's like a, a pandemic going on, and so we don't, uh, we don't have anybody with me today, and, and, uh, you know, I don't want to get people sick, and I don't want to get sick, so Elizabeth's upstairs, I've got her locked up, like, you know, I'm locked down here by myself, quarantined, like I should be, so I don't get sick, um, you know, who knows what the government's up to with this virus, but, but, uh, uh, we're not going to have a normal episode this week. Instead, we're going to just, uh, I'm going to take some voicemails that we've been getting over the, the course of the year and, um, I'm going to answer the questions on those voicemails. So, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Let's get the first one. Hickney, it's Gene Rauerbazel, your old swimming coach. Uh, I knew when I first saw you that that was a face that just screamed pervert. And I just knew that you were going to be problems. Uh, I've been listening to your, quote, radio show, uh, and I just find it absolutely filthy and disgusting. That's why I've taken upon myself to finally train you to be the man which you've avoided being all of these decades. I want you to come down to the high school swimming pool tomorrow night at midnight. Don't be late. And I will be there waiting for you. You are going to drop and give me 20 the very first thing you do when you see me. And then I'm going to put you through a regimen of squat thrusts and burpees and more squat thrusts until you are heaving all over the floor of the pool. And by the way, do you know what another name for a burpee is? Squat thrusts. 
And then, contrary to the rock that you are, you are going to swim that pool until I tell you to stop. My dear God, you are going to swim and swim and swim until I finally make a man out of the girly ponce that you are. Tomorrow night, be there. Um, hi, Coach Rauer Basil. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't swim anymore. Like, the chlorine in the pool gives me a rash and... I don't go into the ocean because of all the unknown creatures, like squids and squids and octopi, cuttlefish, squids. Yeah, not happening. Also, I don't care if you call them a burpee or a squat thrust or whatever. I don't care. I'm not doing it. I'm an adult now. I'm a man. I don't have to listen to you. So there. Ah, bite me. Hi, yes, my name is Lana Love Suckle, and I'm calling all the way from Dalinaga. It's a small city in northern Georgia, population of 7,007 people. I am the owner and proprietor of Heavenly Hated Hot Yoga, which is the very first hot yoga center in the middle of Dalinaga. And uh, we heat the room actually to 572,000 degrees, so it really works to find your chi. Anyway... I wanted to call because um, I was listening to your uh, to your, uh, your your alien podcast over there, and I just wanted to to know if um, if, if what that man said with the accent, you know, the the Italian and Spanish, and I don't know, I think it was a little Polish in there too. If if if, if those creepy crawly people, if they've ever revisited him, um, we we've had some visitors here in Dalmanaka, and I wanted to. Uh, um, um, you know, population seven thousand seven people. We're right in um, northern Georgia, and, and I just wanted to uh, to see if those creepy crawly people, if he can please just uh, uh, describe them again, because I, I feel like they've invested my husband. And we're good Christian folk over here, so we know we know that you know it can't be anything sexual. Oh goodness, I want to say this out loud, Lord be Jesus, sexual. Um, anyway, so I'm going to let you all go. My number, if you want to call me back, is uh, 555-665-5555. Thank you so much. Here from Dalanaga. Again, Lama Love Circle. I'm owner and proprietor of the Heavenly Hated. Uh, hot Yoga is the only center here in our 7,000 population, 572,000 degrees. We're the only one that doesn't kill you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, first off, Lana, the word sexual is not something that's hard to say. I don't know why you were struggling to say the word sexual. It's really easy. It just rolls right off the tongue. Sexual. Sexual. Um, secondly, is this an actual question or was this a commercial for your hot yoga studio? Which, why? Like, yoga is already hard as it is. Why would I want it hot or thousands of degrees and didn't kill me. I don't get it. Um, uh, also, you're, you couldn't understand some of your stuff because of your accent. So, like, is it Gala Naga, Gaga Laga, Gara Gaga, Gaga Gugu? I don't know. I'm not sure. Somewhere in Georgia, right? Um, I don't know if aliens like yoga or if they like it hot or cold. Um, they're aliens. So, I guess it depends on what planet they're from, if they're going to like that. Um, also, like, 
that guy, the alien expert this year, was gross. He was gross, and he's not here anymore, so he can't, he's not here to describe it for you, to describe those aliens specifically. But, you know, that's something we talked about during that episode was that, you know, much like on Earth, different creatures and different species ha- have different forms. So just because, uh, you know, an alien is is a certain way toward with him, those are one species of aliens. There are plenty of species of aliens out there. So... They don't have to be that shape. They could be, you know, squids. They could be people looking. They could be rock looking, like the thing from the Fantastic Four. Um, boy, I hope they never make those into movies because Fantastic Four is great as a comic. Um, but it could be all of those things or none of those things. But they probably don't do hot yoga. So there you go. Hello, Mr. Hickney. My name is none of your business. And I am from a place you will never, ever want to go. Why am I calling and leaving my voice like this then? Very simple reason. My father was a king. That makes me a prince. Why do I tell you this? Very simple. My father king was deposed. Gone from throne. Taken out of country. And put somewhere else. When he was deposed. His vast fortune was locked away. But. But. My father and myself, we know, no one else knows how to get back fortune. Very important. Hold on. Ah, Very important that you listen now. We need money to get to fortune. Not a lot of money. You know, couple hundred dollars, couple thousand dollars, whatever you can. You give us money when we get fortune back from the post king kingdom, you know. We pay you back tenfold. Hey, see? Very good deal for you. Very, very, very good deal for you, Mr. Hickney. Look, I leave very cryptic message in this message telling you how to contact me for money. Please do so. If you cannot call back with the number that I hid in there for some reason, though you are a very smart man, I'm sure you can, please put the money in Manila envelope and place it underneath the garbage can in the park nearest your house. Don't worry, we know. We check all the garbage cans, it's fine. Thank you very much, Mr. Hickney. You will make lots and lots of money. Goodbye. Well, crap. Um, I'm going to have to fashion together a hazmat suit and go out to the park. Uh, you know, I got to I gotta make the money tenfold. I mean, seriously, true believers, true believers. I mean, that that's life-changing money right there. I, I got to do this, right? I think so. Okay. Um... We're going to take a break so I can put on a hazmat suit and run to the park real quick. And then uh, I'll be back right after a word from our sponsors. Nick Mataragas here. 
Improv books can be long and over-analytical. Why, in a profession that embraces not thinking too hard, would you read a book that makes you do just that? How about a book that gives you advice on how to be a better, more professional improviser without making you feel like you're reading a dissertation? That would be my new book, Improv A Rant. The book shares my unfiltered opinions on improv with real stories from my time on stage. It's a simple, plain-spoken book that gets to the point. Stop overthinking and start doing the simple things that will improve your improv. Improv A Rant, a not funny book about being funny. Available everywhere ebooks are sold. Also, you're not getting on SNL. Get over it. Well, we're back. Jimmy told me that whole thing was a scam, so, you know. I had half of a suit put together, a lot of duct tape and some foil and plastic wrap, and it was kind of looking pretty cool. But, didn't happen. Let's take another voicemail. Hi, David. My name is Flappy Jack Beckinsdale, and I currently live in Dayton, Ohio, in the dumpster behind the 7-Eleven between 6th and 7th Streets downtown. Uh, I had a question for you about Wandsboro's nipple shields. Wandsboro's nipple shields are a product which I found while rooting around on the floor of my living room uh, that say that they can use to help prevent from your nipples chafing, which is a common problem that I find living in my particular locale. Uh, my question to you is, have you ever used such a product? And if you have, is it okay to apply them anally first? Uh, I would like to have the answer to that question because I believe I now have something stuck in my lower colon. Uh, I currently do not have a radio, so if you could respond using a frequency that I can pick up using my homemade brain helmet, I would certainly appreciate it. Uh, thank you. I will take my answer off the air. Well, hey, Flappy Jack. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, I appreciate that, especially since you don't seem to have, uh, well, I don't know. Do you have a landline in your dumpster? That's kind of interesting. Uh, so you, you asked about nipple shields. Well, here's the deal. Um, A, you should always be using nipple shields. I use fantastic ones and I make them myself. I use, I use a, a silicone that I order online that I can melt down. Well, Jimmy orders it online for me because, you know, I don't go on the internet, but I melt it down and form it custom to the shape of my nipples. Um, you know, because, they're a little bit different, so I got to make sure that they fit right. So part of the reason is for that, but also I know where where the materials are coming from then. You know, if you're using a brand name, you're not going to get as much uh, uh, knowledge of where it comes from. They might have listed, you know, silicone on the nipple shield uh, ingredients list, but it, you don't know where that silicone came from. You don't know who's touched that silicone. You don't know what governments have infused it with different chemicals. So you got to keep track of that. Now, anally, I've never thought to put a nipple shield up my butt. I don't think that works. I would say maybe get some tweezers and root that bad boy out. Because it's probably not good up there. You're going to get sick. You don't want to do that. Nipple shields go on your nipples. 
Um, now I know you're probably not listening to the podcast because you said you can't, you need a frequency that'll get through to your brainwaves. So, um, I'm going to have Jimmy convert this episode into a higher resonance and send it directly to you. Thanks. Hi, um, this is Ernie and I, I, I'm from Utica, Illinois. Uh, so I've been growing a third nipple and, and I know that this is not, you know, a big deal that people do this. But my problem is whenever I'm around Bridgeport bridge trolls, they, it starts to itch uncontrollably and I don't know what to do. Please help me, David, Dr. David Hickney. Please help me. Wow. Um, lot to unpack here. First, really? Illinois? Of course it is. Second, nipples again? What is up with nipples tonight? Okay, so here's the thing. You said it's not a big deal to grow a third nipple. It's a huge deal. Third nipples are very important, true believers. They can do a lot of different things. They can help you see the future. They can uh, produce a magical milk that normal nipples don't. They can uh, shoot lasers or milk. Uh, it just depends on the nipple itself. Each third nipple is special. Ernie, it seems like your nipple is telling you something every time you see one of these bridge trolls. It's telling you, you have to fight the troll. Now, trolls are incredibly tough, and they're generally trained in Greco-Roman wrestling, so you have to be very careful, and you have to prepare yourself for that. You might lose a limb, but even if you lose the match against a troll, as long as you last long enough, that troll will respect you for the rest of its life, and you will have free, unfettered access to that bridge. And every time you beat a troll, you get a new bridge, Ernie. Take your nipple seriously. God, true believers. I think that was an actual cryptid that was calling us. I, I'm, I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that was the voice of a real river gropped. If you don't know what a river gropped is, you should buy the book that I'm coming out with soon. It's actually my, my thesis, my doctoral thesis, Midwest cryptids uh, about their families and stuff. And the river gropped is one of the cryptids I talk about. It's a fascinating creature. Make sure you buy the book as soon as it comes out. It's going to have illustrations and everything. Let's take another call. Yeah, this is Larry Nussbaum from Tonica. You know who I am. I think I got your delivery again. I don't know why you keep sending me all this stuff and you won't pick it up. I think these are your tennis shoes. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to send me a message. I do have a treadmill now, you know. Anyway, I got your groceries yesterday and you ordered some weird stuff, I've got to say. I mean, what is this, kombucha? I don't know. Maybe it's for another neighbor, but they've got some weird taste. I don't even know what this stuff is for. I just threw it away because I figure I'm doing them a favor. You know what I mean? And they got this other stuff, chow mein noodles. 
I don't know what to do with this. They're not noodles. They're hard. Yes, I did delve into it a little bit. I ate a little. I'm hungry. What can I say? I don't want to go outside. Anyway, pick your stuff up. There's no receipt, but I know it's you. Who the hell is this? Larry something bomb? What? You can't. What? I, I don't get deliveries. Obviously, true believers. That'd be crazy. It means I'd be giving my address out. If Elizabeth is giving out our address, that's a problem. I, I do know she drinks that kombucha stuff, which is gross. But also, Larry, if you're eating food that is intended for me, that's my property, dude. Don't be doing that. I'm going to go check. Well, actually, no, because I can't leave the basement. Crap. I'm going to see if I can rig a camera or some mirrors to go look at the front door to see if Larry's out there snooping around or what he's doing. If he's even my neighbor. I don't know. I don't know the names of the neighbors. That's crazy. Uh, but I'm going to figure that out, and I'll be right back, True Believers, after a word from one of our sponsors. Welcome to Ghostly. Pat, what are you doing? What? I want people to know that we're a podcast that takes a deep dive into some of the scariest ghost stories. But we don't do the creepy voices or weird sound effects. We debate the ghost stories. And aren't you supposed to be the skeptic? I am, but they'll find that out once they listen. Look, all you have to do is tell them to listen to Ghostly and that our listeners get to decide which stories are real. And which stories are just old folklore. Exactly. Download Ghostly wherever you find great podcasts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. All right, we're back uh, with our final segment of this voicemail episode, True Believers. Um, you know, we've had some really interesting voicemails, and we've had some, you know, crappy, scammy voicemails, and bad neighbory voicemails, but I feel like we've still got a couple good ones left, hopefully. Um, if you haven't figured it out yet, I have not listened to these ahead of time, uh, so you're getting my real reaction as soon as I hear them. So let's, uh, let's just, yeah, let's just jump right back in and get another one. Hi, Dr. Hickney. My name is Angie H. I, I don't want to share my last name or where I'm from because I, just, I don't want anyone else to find out. I, I'm already being persecuted for my beliefs. My company, like many companies, has recently started to have us work from home. As a part of this, they have pushed us to have these online meetings with video. Dr. Hickney, I have observed the behavior of my coworkers during these meetings, and I am convinced that these online video meetings are stealing our souls, just draining them. I witness people just stare at their screens or just at their desk or table, whatever, in front of them just for the entire meeting. They just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, every so often, like they're a zombie. I've also seen people that, like, they get talked to or asked a question, but then they respond like they've never heard anything. They just say, oh, sorry, my sound was off. I think they mean the sound in their heads. Others will try to talk. But you don't actually hear anything for like like ten seconds. So the video and the talking like just don't match. It's like someone else is is almost talking over them, or, or I don't even know. Or, or or the voice just repeats itself like it's on a loop. Maybe it's turning them into robotic zombies. I don't even know. It's just there's just they're not there. Oh, and I have one last thing. Sometimes when people do talk. All they say is just a repeat of things that they have already sent in an email. 
It's like they can't say anything new, only what they've been told to say, because that person isn't there anymore. I don't know what to do. I'm too scared to turn on my video for myself, but my boss is telling me that I have to do it. I think maybe he's one of the ones trying to seal our souls. Please help me, Dr. Hickney. What should I do? Thanks. Whatever you do, Angie, do not turn on the video feed. Your instincts are totally right. A, thank you for not sharing your last name. That is the smartest thing you can do. Um, look, A, working from home is un- unconstitutional, okay? Right now, you should be doing, just like me, holding up in your basement, doing nothing besides reading some books or, you know, watching streaming stuff or whatever. You shouldn't be working. That's not American right now, okay? But any kind of online meetings are a scam, okay? Listen to me right now. The government runs online meetings, and they're there to brainwash people. And as you said, they are there to suck out souls. They will suck your soul dry. Just suck, 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 suck. They will. They'll suck it. And yeah, and it leaves people. You're right. You know, that talking, repeating the same things over and over again, uh, you know, sounding like a, like a robot, um, that whole thing where you're like, that's, that's their voice, but it's not matching up with their mouth. That's what's what, what they call in the industry. They call that dubbing where they take a voice and feed it over the mouth of someone else. So it can say whatever they want. Beware the dubbing true believers. That's how they brainwash you. They make you think, Oh, this person thinks this when really they don't think anything like that at all. They just, they just have their mouth open and people are like, Oh, this is where I can put words, any words I want. Fear for your life, Angie. My suggestion, quit your job, become a gardener. It's good work, and it's natural. All right, let's take another call. Why, hello, Dr. David Hickney. I am, I am Troy Thurgood, and I'm calling for a very specific reason, Dr. Hickney. I've been told that you are the foremost expert in Midwestern cryptid zoology. And, and I, I, I have to tell you, I work for a brand new university. It is the University of Tupelo Southwest. Yes, that's right. We serve the people of Tupelo, Mississippi, um, but only the southwest corner. And we are looking for someone to head up our department of cryptozoology, Mr. Hickney. Dr. Hickney, I apologize. It is a, you have a doctorate from the, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which is quite, quite rare, uh, in the cryptozoology field. So you, you could imagine how excited we are to, to, to maybe have you as our department chair down here in Tupelo, Southwest. And, and I have to tell you, I, I, I'm a huge fan of the show. Uh, I, I, I love, I love what you bring to the table and all of the, the, the phenomena and creatures that you talk about. And, and I just, I hope that you would join us down here in, in Mississippi and, and that you'll, you'll consider our offer. Uh, it would, it, the pay is, is pretty bad, uh, cause we're new and we, small school, we only just, you know, 
serve a quarter or two below, so, I mean, you know, uh, not a lot of people, but, but at the same time, you'd be the head, the head of the department. You'd have to move, obviously, you'd have to move down here to Mississippi. Uh, I know that, that might be a problem, but, uh, you know, we could probably get, you know, Elizabeth to come with you. Maybe we could offer her a job, too, in the cafeteria or something. So, yeah, uh, just let us know. Thank you. Wow. Um, I'm honored. Uh, I, I've, I, I can't believe it, true believers. I mean, uh, this is this is tough. I mean, obviously the money is not a thing that matters because you know I live in a basement. Whatever. Um, I don't know if Elizabeth would be happy about being in a cafeteria for a job, but I mean, I don't know. Like that'd be kind of interesting, right? And I'd have to be around people, and I guess I'd probably have to. Ha- people people might see my face or. Students will ask me questions or want to know more about me, which is going to be awkward. But at the the same time, you know, running a whole department of cryptozoology, that's that's a big deal, true believers. I mean, that's a huge deal. And in Mississippi, of all places, that's like the hotbed of cryptozoology. Like, there are more things that go bump in the night in Mississippi than ever anywhere else i mean it's just full of creepy things and creatures and creeps and you know lots of swampy little things and it's man i wonder what tupelo's like yeah huh hey david it's your sister uh just calling to check in on you I don't know how many times I need to tell you, you cannot catch coronavirus from the answering machine. So I'm just going to keep leaving these voicemails. I know that you're okay because every time I put food in front of your door, the dish comes back empty the next day. So that's good. Um, But yeah, maybe you could wash it before you give it back to me. That'd be helpful. Just just saying. Um, Yeah, also... uh, I know that you're feeling a little bit low right now. We all are, but social distancing does not mean social isolation. Like, you can come upstairs. It's just me here. I, like, I haven't really been out of the house. Like, you can come upstairs. Sunshine is good for you. Uh, I promise, I promise, the upstairs is murder hornet proof. If they make it up this far, they are not getting in the house. So... I really don't know what you're worried about, uh, but yeah, I don't know. If you could at least just like do the knock three times thing so I know you're alive, that would be helpful, I guess. Oh, okay, so you're listening to this right now. That's good. Um, so yeah, why don't you come up, up come upstairs? I'm kind of lonely too. It would be nice to hang out with my brother. All right. Well, anyway, I'm making fried chicken for dinner, so I guess uh, knock three times if you want white gravy, twice if you want sausage gravy. Of course, now I have to make sausage too. Anyway, I love you. Please come upstairs. I miss you. Yeah. Bye. Hey, Elizabeth. I... 
Miss you too. Um, I guess I didn't realize just how much this whole COVID corona thing was hitting all of us. Me, you, I'm sure other people too. I mean, they have feelings. Um, sorry, true believers. Um, yeah, hang in there, you know? Do the social distancing thing. Wear a mask around other people. I mean, seriously, don't cough on other people. Like, it's not, it's not like you're, it's not about you not catching it. It's about you not giving it to somebody. That's why you wear the mask. You know, it's about being, not being a dick. Uh, Elizabeth just was reminding me all of this stuff. Yeah, murder hornets. God, that's a thing now, too. Well, I've spent my entire life, you know, figuring the disaster was coming. Um, <laughs> most people didn't think it was, but I guess it was. And here we are, you know, locked up, alone, just holding out until things are better. But we got to stay strong. And keep going and doing that and being smart and being kind and, you know, not letting vampires into the house. Let's don't let fucking vampires in the house, guys. Those guys are scary. They'll suck your blood. And they don't get diseases like us. So, you know, they don't have to worry about it. But we do. Um, yeah. Well, you know. This is Freak of the Week, as you guys know. Usually I decide if something's real or not, but, you know, we talked about a lot of things today. All of them felt real to me. So there you go. If you love our show, please give us a review on the iTunes. That's what Jimmy said. Or, oh, sorry, Jimmy, Apple Podcasts now. Um, But yeah, uh, thanks so much. I'm actually, I think I'm going to go upstairs and have some fried chicken. Hang out with my sister. Until next time, hick me out. Freaky Luke was created by me, David Hickney. Apparently, Elizabeth Marin is a character played by Amanda Davila. Nope, not credible. Elizabeth is my blood. I'd know better. The callers were performed by Lindsay Chimilarski, Patrick Harrington of the Ghostly Podcast, Alan Morgan of the podcast Mr. Wiggly's Moist and Happy Friendship Garden, Rebecca Rivers of the Ghostly Podcast, Diana Solarski of the web series The Upside of Down, and Freak of the Week producer Nick Mataragas? This can't be right. The callers are real people, and Nick sucks. The Freak of the Week theme was created by David Vox Mullen, artwork by Nick Mataragas. Freak of the Week was produced by Nick Mataragas. <laughs> Produced. (laughs) Freak of the Week is a Memoriam Development production. Memoriam Development.